Hey Wanderers, and welcome back to Outlaws 1 In. Last time, the crew of the Honor chased a mystery to the outskirts of the city. Despite the fact that chaos had yet to show its face, the thrall was spreading throughout. Everywhere the crew looked, a flag bearing a black smudge sigil could be seen. The crew tried to have a friendly chat with a chaos-worshipping cultist, but it turned violent when the crew inadvertently showed their hand. What secrets lie far below the city? Last time, we left off. All of you were in a kind of converted chapel with three dead cultists sitting around you, and you had just found a notebook that said, kill all the keepers over and over and over again on every page. What do y'all do? Well, I uh, think we've found all that we can from here for now, so I think we need to move on and keep going with our initial quest, right? I mean, yeah, I just, we'll see what happens. I mean, we still need to find Rex and Grizzle. That we do. That's important to do. So we, I guess we better get to them fast. Were any of the people that we fought in here, were any of them Grizzle or Rex or... No. Okay. No. <laughs> Just double checking. <laughs> um, oh, can I take an armband from one of them? Uh, yes, you may. Okay. I don't think I need it on right now. Okay. Sounds good. All right. We head off back to our quest of finding chaos. Okay. So as I said before, the best way to get into the lower areas of the city is go to a residential area, go in a building and just start trying to head down. So you can do that from here. If you want, you could try to like find an abandoned elevator or like a boarded up staircase and try to find a way to lower levels of the city. Um, or you can try another building. It is up to you. Oh, she's saying we could try it from the building. We're yeah, in. you could. Let's try it from here. I think. Yeah. Why not? All right. Uh, who's kind of leading the expedition of knocking a hole in the floor and trying to find an old staircase? Uh, can I? Yes, you certainly can. I mean, it doesn't matter if I use weird or smarts, so. Oh, well, what you're actually going to do is act under pressure, which is cool. I don't think we're being pressured, but okay. That'll be a 10. Okay, cool. Uh, the reason that it was is if you did this wrong, you would fall through the floor. So that's kind of the, it is dangerous to knock holes in the wall of a crummy building. Okay. That was the reason for it being actor to pressure but anyways so you find um in this case it worked out well that apparently this building and specifically this converted restaurant were using a access hatch to the lower levels of the city they had it kind of hastily boarded up but in a way that would imply that they could pry those boards off pretty quickly and go down Mm -hmm. so you find this area you pop the boards off and start making your way underneath of the city Once you start going underneath, it is kind of like going behind the stages of Disney World, right? Suddenly you can see that all of this city is held up on scaffolding and literally sometimes on the rooftops of other buildings. The ground itself, every inch of it, is not the natural surface of this planet. It is earth that they have artificially thrown here on top of platforms to make new ground, to plant new trees, but... The actual surface of the planet, even from here, like this kind of leads into a wide open and you can see, you know, like beams holding stuff up, 
But even from here, you can still not see the natural surface of the planet, but rather you are led down into different levels and levels of like what used to be street level over and over and over again. I think this is the farthest down I've ever been. I don't know about you, Camilla, but this is pretty deep for me. I've been down here before and it's never been a good experience when I have. Camilla sounds kind of sheepish at this point. There's story there, or well, keeper's job sometimes is to investigate the less kind parts of the Interstellar Council. Is that the right name? It is. And uh, so, whenever I have to come down here, it usually means that I'm trying to find something terrible that people would not do on the surface of the planet. It's kind of like the best kept secret of the Interstellar Council. You know, top of it looks really nice, then you go under the surface, and all of a sudden everything looks horrible. I mean, that's the Inner Council if I ever heard it. Well, I'm starting to believe that more and more as we go here. Yeah, we just kept uh, every time, you know, we architecture changed or something, it just became easier to stack buildings on top of each other and make a new street. So here we are, anyways. But what's down here is still down here. You hit kind of an initial, like, one street level down. And it's fairly dark, but there are still lights and power in some of the buildings. And even off in the distance, you can see the occasional kind of shadow of a person walking hither and thither in the uh, like dim lights. Again, Sully, you have a direction to go in. So you just kind of start making your way in the in like the I'm trying to think of the right way to say this. You can feel yourself being pulled in a direction, and that's where you're starting to head. Cool. Um, is there anything you guys would like to learn about this area? I don't think Sully wants to get off the beaten path a ton, personally, especially after how the last encounter went. Okay. Um, anyone else? Um, not really. Okay. Everyone, make me act under pressure rolls. Seven. Barely. Eleven. Four. Also an eleven. Yeesh. Man, this is like the succeeding with a tr- with a with a despair, Cody. <laughs> um, it kind of is, and it kind of isn't. As you're going, like this is again what used to be just another residential area, but the buildings are just older. As you're walking, most of you are kind of trying to see maybe incognito, like you're meant to be here, walking with some kind of ease or confidence. Sullivan, though, you just can't help but to stick out like a sore thumb. This place seems like an underworld nightmare to you. As you go, you hear uh, shutters slamming around you. You hear doors closing. You hear muffled voices and uh, footsteps running away from you as you walk your way through this area. Eventually, you can feel the presence of chaos growing in your mind. Like you realize that you're getting closer and closer to what you had originally detected. And you find your way to what seems to be a very unpresumed or uh, uh, like uh, inconspicuous building. It's just alone in kind of a courtyard, just one more dark standing building in this kind of graveyard of old buildings. But it's this place that you feel the strongest presence of chaos. Here we are, everybody. Is that this is it? Uh, as far as I can tell, this is where everything was leading us. Does anybody else have that? This feeling like the air's kind of vibrating weird. Is that just me? Am I making stuff up? I feel like I want to throw up. I don't know if the air's vibrating. I just want to puke. I'm somewhere between both of those. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is your uh, this is your first uh, direct experience with chaos, isn't it, Camilla? I guess. Is this chaos? It just seems like an empty building. Yeah, that, that weird feeling is uh, definitely chaos. We've run into it before. Feels terrible every time. <laughs> So, uh, no time like the present, I guess. Do we, Sully, do we knock? 
That depends. Are we age, are we agents of harmony or are we agents of chaos? Does it look abandoned? Um. So to the an- to answer Jyla's question, roll me some dice. Not Jyla. Dang it, Vika's question. <laughs> ah, roll me some dice. It's really hard when you mess up everyone's name every time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a twelve. Um. No, it is not. Not only is it not abandoned, you can see faint lights glowing from certain windows. It is a multi-storied building. Like, it's not just one flat story. It's like probably 10 stories tall. Um, So from inside, you can occasionally see movement, maybe even some light voices, and even more so. Around the outside, dark in the shadows, you can see the faint gleam of eyes. Wait, like not in the building? Not in the building. There are people around it. Oh, Okay. Vika kind of leans in close to everyone and lowers her voice. Well, don't look now, but there's not only people in the building or something in the building, but there's we definitely have uh, some eyes on us. And she uh, has her hand over her drill gun. Malcolm looks immediately. So does Sully. Okay. Great. Play it cool, guys. Play it cool. Sully continues to look, but moves his head a little slower. I don't know if we're sneaking our way into this one necessarily. Probably not. Is my get? Are we? Are we just going in guns ablaze or bombs ablazing? I guess I can get behind that. I don't necessarily think that's a good idea either. But uh, Jyla Mavek, is there anything you get behind that doesn't involve blowing up everything? I can think of at least one thing. But uh, can we focus on the? This house of horrors at hand? That seems like a good idea, Jai. Um, so, can you describe the building a little bit more? Like, is there just, like, one giant door? Um, I can describe the building a little bit more. It does only have one apparent, like, this is where people enter from. The surrounding area is a little bit more open. Um, so this probably used to be either some kind of local government building or a meeting hall of some sort. So all around it, there would be pretty dense, like high rise residential. But this building is still pretty tall, but around it is an open field. Um, there's one main entrance and it itself is about 10 stories tall. You can see around that main door, there are people they're hidden. Um, so they're not like standing out in the open. They're kind of crouched in shadows and alcoves. And uh, yeah. Is like where the field that it's at, is this like a dead end for the street or is it just? Uh, no, I would not say so. I mean, this city is so contiguous. There's not like dead ends. Okay. You could walk around the back side of it if you wanted to. Okay. I want to know if we can walk past it and then like circle back and case the place. That makes sense. Uh, when you say case, what specifically do you want to know? I think it would be an investigation of like if there's any other entrances that someone or some of us could get in through. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Do you want to like sit and wait and watch or do you want to just try to examine the building for other entrances? Uh, the latter. Okay, cool. Yeah, just roll me an investigation. Ten. Uh, okay. There's kind of two answers to that question. There's one front door, but there are definitely service entrances around other parts of the building. All of those seem to be guarded as well a little bit. For sure, the most people you see are hidden around the front of the building. Okay. However, the only other thing that I would give you here is this building has windows. 
they're not on ground level necessarily, but there are windows. Okay, and you said that there's tall buildings around it, just not super next to it? Not right next to it, no. So you couldn't, like, immediately with your own leg power jump from one to the other? Right. There would be sight lines if we got into a different building. Yes. Okay, so Jyla joins the crew and says, what's what's our play here, gang? Are we... What are we trying to find here? We've found that it still smells evil. What else do we need to know? Do we think Grizzle and Rex are here? I mean, that is a definite possibility. Chaos is where they were is where they disappeared, so it only makes sense that chaos is where they currently are. I would say that, but also to follow up with what Grizzle was doing, he was trying to figure out what was causing the city to start feeling and acting weird for the keepers. And so it may not be a bad idea to see if that's the root cause of this. So the question is, do we go in, as Jaila says, guns ablazing, or bombs ablazing, rather? Or do we try to talk our way in? Well, based on our previous experience with chaos, talking talking our way in is probably not going to work. I mean, we held off that one imposition chaos officer for a good while. Yeah, but he wasn't uh, he wasn't like infected. He was like a liaison. I would assume with this much chaos presence that I'm feeling that they probably have a liaison here as well. That's a fair point. You know, something that I do have is um, my little stealth drone. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we could let that hover around and see if we can get any more intel before we... uh, Try to enter and figure out and, well, try to enter and do whatever we are going to do. Um, would it be worth it to have Jai make a bomb strap to it so you could also fly it in and remote detonate it in there and maybe take out a few of them if you get caught? I'm into that plan. I, if you're into losing this little drone, Micah. Oh, yeah. These these things are like a dime a dozen. So, yeah. Oh, perfect. <laughs> it has like a like a face screen on it and you just see it frown and it goes, boo, boo. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get right on that. Okay, I love this. So, first step is Jyla. Um, do you have a bomb making skill? I have a uh, mad chemist is one of my class things. So, I make a one-time use bomb that does AOE damage. That seems appropriate. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do you have to roll to do that or is that yeah. just something you can do? Okay. Yeah. Ro- roll me that roll. And that is a 10. Cool. All right. You make a very nice bomb. So that does AOE damage of two. Okay. Sounds good. When that inevitably comes up. <laughs> we'll see if it does. Okay. So Vika, tell me what you're doing. Okay. So uh, I, I have the ability to control it remotely. Yep. I think what we do is we all walk away from the building sure. and find somewhere that's discreet, an alley or an abandoned building or something. Yeah, there's like plenty of this. Most of this place is abandoned, so that's not hard to find. Uh, before she goes, can I try to sense to see where people are in the building? Yes. Roll me some weird. 13. Uh, okay, so there are people on every floor... Um, you feel the strongest sense of chaos in the center of the 10th floor and, um, 13, you rolled really well. You also feel, um, senses, uh, a sense of peace within the building as well. Uh, Vika, I think the best place to aim 
the bot will be around floor 10 is where the most chaos is. Um, and for reference, since we were questioning it, I do feel forces of peace in there. That's not necessarily saying that it is former commander Rex Lancer and Grizzle, but it's at least someone who does not belong with the rest of what is happening. Uh, Roger that, Sully. And she lets the drone go. (laughs) Okay, Uh, make me an act under pressure roll. Any chance we gained any camaraderie from those? You had three, you spent it all. (laughs) No, 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 but from the the, uh, stuff that they did. Nope, not unless someone wants to assist her right now in this moment, which if you can think of a way to do that, you can. But I would not say that Sully's thing was gaining camaraderie. It wasn't making you pilot the drone better. Looking to get a plus two. (laughs) Yikes. Yeah, that wasn't great. Yeah, I got nothing. Sorry, Mandy. All right. Well, that was a five. Or sorry. Yeah, five. Okay. So you fly the drone up there. Piloting this drone is super easy and super fun. You find an open window on the 10th floor. And you fly your drone. I don't imagine it's like a quadcopter, but I imagine it has like little like faintly glowing like blue repulsors, like kind of puffing it along. So you know? I kind of imagine that it's like, it's like the size of like a Pokeball. Yeah. Yeah. So you fly it into the window of this 10th floor. And as soon as you fly it in, it's like you fly into just like an open abandoned room. You pan to the right onto just a scene, onto just a nightmare scene. There are aggravated looking pedestals jutting up from the floor. You can see um, communication equipment. And as soon as it turns, you register those few things. You see a giant, again, like black, gross, like, uh, you know, like slimed figure, reach a hand out and smash the drone. The video feed cuts off and the top floor of the building explodes, and you immediately hear shouting. Was that Joe's bomb? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the bomb worked, but you have lost the element of surprise. Gotcha. Well. Was was that intentional? Nope, it was not. All right. Uh, Guess it's go time, folks. I yeah, time to rescue some hostages. Assuming they didn't just get blown up. Sully draws his gun, kisses Gyla squarely on the lips, and starts heading off to the building. Yeah, so I think we're all taking off. Okay, you all take off running. As soon as you do that, it's like you're two steps across this field, and like every window of this building opens fire on you. Oh gosh. Um, and everyone needs to act under pressure. It's not great, folks. Six. 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 It's a 12. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> so Micah's like zigzagging like a pro. All the rest of us are just down. Micah, you just see lights flashing from this building from many, many windows and from the ground as well. Fortunately, it's just like suddenly in that moment, you're in the zone and you manage to dart from like broken bench to old dead shrub to old statue and you make it all the way until your back is right up against the wall of this building and you look out and see your team getting wrecked as all of them are taking glancing blows from blaster fire um like uh energy grenades are being hurled out you can see some of them getting knocked off their feet as energy blasts go off 
And everyone aside from you takes three damage. We have 12 total? Yes, you do. Malcolm Llewellyn is looking particularly bloodied as you all make your way to the front of this building. So you all have your backs pressed up against this building. Uh, I would say you're not like right up against the front door. You're like around the corner from it. What do you all do? They're like a staff entrance. Um, on I will say, given how abysmally everyone rolled, in this case, there is not like a door next to you. Uh, Jyla? Yeah? Would you be able to make a hole into this building for us? I certainly can. <laughs> Nine. Uh, okay, so you blast a hole in the building totally successfully. It's really easy, but you blasted a hole in the building and that does alert people to where you're at. Yes. So you all pour in to a pretty narrow hallway. So um, you could see straight ahead of you, there is like a lobby in the bottom floor of this building and you're in a hallway leading towards that lobby. Inside the lobby, you see five, um, you see five figures. It's pretty far, it's kind of dark and there's a lot of dust in the air, all leveling um, energy weapons at you and they begin firing at you. What does everybody do? I, mean, I try to find cover. Yeah. There's like any like pillar or table or something I can get behind. Okay, so you all kind of open up doors and crouch behind like little jut outs in the pathway as uh, blaster fire rockets all around you. Now what does everybody do? I take a shot at the biggest looking guy. Yeah, I was going to do the same thing. (laughs) Okay, everyone roll some blasts and baddies. Ten. Yes. Eight. Five. (laughs) Eleven. All right, so what happens first here is all of you manage to find cover, uh, except for Jyla. Jyla doesn't. Jyla's just kind of standing out in the open and takes two damage as she's uh, still just getting, like, taking body blows from these blasters. She is not looking in good shape. Where is Camilla right now? Um, Camilla's with you. She's just not really, like, she's no, that's fair. just, I just crouched where with she you, was. basically. Okay. All right, so Sully, what did you say you rolled? Uh, a 10. Okay, do you want to use one of your tags? I do. Uh, the guy I hit is confused and thinks his enemy, are, he thinks his friends are the enemies. Okay, so you see all the way at the end, there was one person like behind a fountain in the main lobby who was definitely dealing most of the damage. As soon as Sully hits him, he gets confused and just starts spraying fire into another person. Now they're both just kind of in their own little gunfight and have distracted and are distracted from each other. Malcolm, how'd you do? Uh, I had an eight. Okay, so you pop your head out. You blast a couple rounds down the hallway. Uh, you knock out one of the people who was has you pinned down right now, but you take one damage in the process. I'm not. I'm not looking too good, y'all. <clears throat> I've been hit pretty hard. Uh, Jyla. Sorry, no, Vika. Vika, my bad. I'm sorry. Um, I, I was an eleven or twelve. I don't remember. Okay. Uh, do you want to use one of your tier two tags? I don't really have a tier two tag. I just have accurate, which adds an extra damage. Okay, well, that works. So you line your shot up really carefully and you manage to knock out two people before taking one damage. Okay, I'm not looking good either, y'all. All All right, so currently there's only one person actually returning fire at you guys. The other two are still locked in their own little gunfight. What's everybody do? Uh, Jyla's going to try to roll a chuckable bomb at uh, the person who's focusing on us. That's much better. That's a 13. Cool. So you roll a chuckable bomb over. What uh, what tier two tags do you have? Uh, splash zone hit all adjacent targets. Okay. So you roll a splash bomb over there. It explodes massively, destroying the fountain and the other two people that were having their own little gunfight. All right. 
Woo! That's what I'm talking about. Farther up? Let's go. No, already. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how much more uh, more punishment I can take here. I'm 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 not doing so good as as Malcolm has a noticeable limp and one of his arms is kind of just hanging hanging uselessly. Um, I can try to fix that. If you'd like, Captain Malcolm Llewellyn. I mean, yeah, uh, I think that'd be a good idea. Does anyone want to assist me and give me camaraderie points? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because, uh, man, this can blow up bad in my face right now. Tell me what it looks like when Jyla tries to help uh, Sully heal. She, she straps a bomb to the needle. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, can I interject? Yeah. I think she's not as terrible as she used to be. I think with all the hanging out with him. Mm-hmm. That's what the all I have to interject with. Yeah, so I guess what what does it look like when you he- heal people, Sully? Well, it's space magic, so I f- like. What do you do? Do you like put your hands on them? Do yeah, you- I think I put my hands on them. Okay, and I, I would assume that it's more towards the wounded part. So I think like it would be helpful if someone holds them down. Okay. More so, you know, like I have to touch a broken arm, and that's painful. You know, maybe kind of like help set it a little bit. Okay. Yeah. yeah so I'll hold. Uh, Mal's arm in place. Yeah, that works. That's definitely the most damaged area. I'll hold it very still. All right. Uh, roll plus cool. Ah, space and hurts. You trying to kill me, Jyla? Um, as they say, this might sting, Cap. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, that's uh, 13 again. Yes. Oof. Let me tell you what's really good about that is if you rolled a seven to nine and then Zach failed his roll, that would mean you would both take damage from doing this. Well, good thing we work well together. Okay, so two camaraderie, you can spend one of them. Can I only spend one? I can't spend both. Um, I think I said that what the, the other point you gain has to be used like later on. Okay. Do, do, do I pick now? I have to pick now how much I heal him. No, no. You can, you can roll and then spend it. Yeah, yeah. And also... I lied. You can add two to your roll. No. I, when do I pick how much damage I heal from him, though? Before you roll. Right. It's, it's it's a gamble, so you have to decide. But you can add two to the roll. So I can add two to the roll. Oh gosh, I've been rolling really well tonight. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for four. Oof. Oh dang. Twelve. He just heals four. Yay! I don't, nice. I don't even need the points. Perfect. So you keep that camaraderie, and you are all uh, set to go. Oh, man. Uh, do you understand more about the harmony now, Captain Malcolm Llewellyn? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I can, if I really understand it, but I'm, I'm starting to appreciate it more and more because uh, <laughs> I'm feeling not feeling okay, much better. Guys, we, we need to move now. All right. Uh, Jyla, break his arm again. We're going to try again. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I'd appreciate if you don't do that. So I guess we look for stairs to go up, right? All right. So you thunder your way into the lobby and you see immediately there is like very ornate staircases leading up this building um, back and forth up to like the very 10th floor where you can see smoke and fire illuminating the top of the building. Every floor seems to be manned. Um, So what I need all of you to do is make me another act under pressure. I'm going to take a camaraderie point. Oh, wait, no, I'm not. I'm at a seven. Never mind. I forgot I get to add cool to that. I'm at a seven. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, my gosh. Then I'm going to use a camaraderie point because that gets me to a seven. Twelve. Perfect. So all of you start thundering up the stairs as fast as you can. You're still like getting shot at. There's still laser blasts all around you, but 
at this point, it feels like focus is maybe more important. Like this building is extremely manned and subtlety is not what you decided to go with, which is fine. Now... I don't know if decided was the... Yeah, right. Sorry. Yeah, you you did actually try to go subtle. It just didn't work. Um, okay. So I'm trying to think of the right way to do this. Wait, um, who rolled the highest on this check? Me. Okay, so you're kind of leading the party right now. You're having, again, the easiest time navigating your way through this very treacherous treacherous situation. Make me an investigation roll, which is sharp. Okay. I don't make it. Uh, what'd you roll? Uh, it's either a five or a six. Um, if it's a six, you can spend camaraderie if you'd like. No, we don't have camaraderie. Uh, yeah, you do. You have one. No, I, I used it. Use both? I thought we... Oh, did you not use one on your roll for me? No, Zach rolled so well he didn't need it. Okay, good. Okay, then we have one. Oh, well, it's a six then, so we got got it to a seven. Okay, cool. So with a seven, you hit the fifth floor, and so all around you, you've heard shouts and screaming, but when you hit this, when you hit the fifth floor, you hear a different tone of it. It doesn't sound like people sharp shouting orders or shouting to, like, kill the intruders. It sounds like people screaming in terror. I head that way. Well... Yeah, um, guys, this way, uh, we... Just trust me, we gotta go this way. Okay, so... You take a hard right onto the fifth floor and you burst into like the first door where you can hear screaming behind it. It opens onto what clearly used to be a jail. And from inside, you can see a few things. There are five people who are all opening different cells and dragging five other people out of those cells. The people that were the people doing the dragging, so the ones that were that did not used to be in prison cells, all have on armbands. Are any of the people being drug, Commander Rex Lancer or Grizzle? No, they are not. Or maybe their crew. Do we know what their crew look you like? You did not. They are not those people. Okay. If someone would like to make a... Yeah, just another investigation check, you might be able to find out who they are. I mean, I have a guess, but... I do not make it. Okay. I don't know who they are. How about an eight? Um, with an eight, what I would do say... I, do, I, do I realize that they're keepers? You realize they're keepers, yeah. There's a symbol that they all have that would imply that they are keepers. I mean, I kind of put it together in my own head, but obviously my character might not know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I shoot at the guys dragging out the keepers. All right. Um, so basically everyone roll... Well, unless someone's doing something besides blasting baddies, everyone roll your blasts and baddies. Not the time to start failing me, dice. Six. Woof. I have an eight. Thirteen. Oh, no, no. We're at range. It's a seven. Because my, my range, my, if it's a range weapon, it uses cool. If it's melee, it uses tough. Awesome. <laughs> Got an eight. All right. Basically, this encounter is really fast. Did everyone hit except one person? Everyone hit. Oh, okay. Everyone hit. So, and then, Jyla, did you hit really well? Yeah, I got a 13. Okay. So, this encounter is incredibly fast. It starts with Jyla hucking a bomb into the center of the crowd. It blows up, knocking back or knocking out a few of the um, cultists that were dragging people out of cells. Um, Then the rest of you burst in, just returning fire into the horde. By the time everyone has dropped, all of the keepers are still alive. But um, Sully, you've taken two damage from returning blaster fire. Um, Oops, sorry. Vika. Jyla and Malcolm, you have each taken one damage as returning blaster fire hits you as you open the doors. Uh, okay. Jyla starts trying to, like, lift 
keepers and like get them moving and out the door like they're kind of in shock but yeah she's just trying to like get them to focus on her and move as soon as you start doing that camilla runs up next to you and goes i think i can handle this part from here we'll get out you guys figure out what was on the 10th floor and uh camilla starts trying to help the other keepers out of their cells okay gotta keep going well uh more more of those cultists here this isn't looking good oh neither are we We've, we are hurting right now, or at least I am. Yep. Uh, Vika like, tears off part of her shirt and, like, ties it around a place where she got uh, hit. Yeah, but, uh, let's go. I mean, does anyone want to, I can, I can do some space magic if someone wants it. Ugh. How, what are you at? I am currently at five. No, I don't, uh, no, I think we're, it's risky, but I don't. It would not make a difference, I don't think, for you, at least on my end, for you to do space magic. No, that's fine. Sully would offer. Sully would offer. That makes sense. Uh, Zach does not care either way. Yeah. No, I think, uh, I don't think we have time for that anymore, Sully. Let's go. (sighs) Okay. All right. All of you keep proceeding up the staircases and things are starting to get quiet. The keepers that you just released, their skill is in this type of desperate combat. They are not unused to action. So below, you can hear the shouts of fighting, and most of the cultists are now distracted by suddenly six freed and quickly becoming armed keepers doing their job. However, above you, you can just hear eerie silence and just see smoke and fire. Um, Once you hit the 10th floor, the air is choking. Most of the floor is on fire. Like, part of the building is gone. Like, it used to be an office. What do all of you do? So the room is empty? Can you describe it again? Okay, so you hit the 10th floor, and it's like the top part of the building is gone. um, Which is to say that, like, it's now open air above you. It's on fire. There is a lot of smoke. Um, So it is hard to see. Okay. You do not immediately know if you are alone or if that thing that swatted at the drone is dead. You're unsure. Oh, that's right, because the bomb blew up here. I forgot. Okay. Would it be too weird to do an investigation to like look for no. more hostages? No. Is that okay. no, not at all. You you can investigate this area. I mean, it's just on a seven to nine. I'm gonna make a a less nice hard move. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to try to do that as well. Can I try to empower our group with my mystic symbol? Yeah, you can definitely do that. Roll support friend. 13. I so, got an 8. So according to this, and we might need to revamp this because this was made before camaraderie with a thing. I have my gui- a level 2 thing guiding aura. It gives plus 1 to everyone on the team. Oh, if you just want to do that, that's fine. Then we'll just say everyone gets a plus 1. That's that's fine. If, if that or do, do we want to do that where everyone gets a plus one or I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, I, I would treat it as that's one of your skills. Like that's a special skill that only you can do. OK, yeah, because it, it, it applies across the board. So that eight becomes a nine and uh, and my my 12 becomes a 13. Cool. Can I use that plus one on whatever my next action is going to be? I'll say yes. This was like a, a moment of inspiring everybody a little bit. OK, we'll start with Malcolm. Malcolm, you walk forward cautiously into this decimated area. What you can immediately see is that this blown out area served two purposes. One, it was an obvious like religious hub. There was a like dais in the center. It seemed like there's a lot of like iconography and symbolism. You can see like burnt remnants of that smudged hand. 
The other thing that this definitely served as, though, was a communications hub. So you could see a station that was meant to handle extremely powerful communications. Like, like there would have been like satellite dishes, uplink equipment, a lot of stuff here to handle communications. Jyla, you start poking around further, getting deeper into the smoke and into the darkness, trying to find something else. As you're looking around, though, you suddenly feel a something grab the back of your neck and throw you back towards your friends as you take one damage. Ah, who? Out of the smoke walking towards all of you, you see a hulking figure holding a, um, like, grotesque-looking black battle axe in one hand and a large, um, not exactly a rifle, but a... It looks like some kind of ranged weapon in the other. It just feels kind of unfamiliar to all of you. Stomping slowly towards all of you. What does everybody do? I'm taking a shot. I'm healing Jyla. How many points are you trying to heal Jyla for? Three. Really? Yes. Okay. He's not asking. That'll be a 13 without any camaraderie. Wow. Oh my god. Power of love. Nice. All right, so... Jyla, you feel the worst of your injuries heal as Vika starts firing into this creature hulking for you. Vika, how did you do? That's a nine. I could use the one camaraderie to make it a ten. Uh, up to you. Probably, probably worth yeah, it. I think it's I'd worth say. it. Do, yeah. What What does that do if we don't have a tier two tag? Well, everyone should have a tier two tag on their main weapon. Well, what if they don't have one that like applies? Okay, so my my tags uh, are doesn't look like a weapon and accurate. Um, I've been using accurate as my tier two tag. Okay. Which right now I have a plus one written by it. If you want to up that to a plus two to make it the tier two, I'm totally like, that's fine. I'll, t- I'll take that. That seems appropriate. Okay. And also I was totally wrong because I have that plus one from. Um, oh, yeah, you do. Yeah. From Zach's empower. I'm sorry, from Sully's empowerment. Oh, nice. Uh, so I don't have to use camaraderie. I'm at a 10. Okay. So. You see this figure hulking towards you and you immediately take a firing stance, blasting in like directly like either head or chest shots over and over and over again as it stumps slowly towards you, winds up and smashes you with its axe, doing three damage. Okay. Oh, really? Yep. You're not dead yet. Oh, okay. (laughs) She's real close, though. You're very hurt as you go flying backwards. Yeah, because I'm at zero now, right? No, you're at one. I'm you're at one. zero with hit. Like, if you get hit again, you'll die. Yeah. Um, also, I just want to make sure that means... So that means it's a plus three total on that. We'll we'll talk about your weapon afterwards. Okay. I, I have a house ruling way that I'm doing it right now, and we'll just keep going. All right. What's everyone else do? I think, Jyla, can I talk on my turn and attack? Yeah, if you want. Okay. Um, so he's still, like, hulking towards us, and I think... Jyla stands up and starts tossing her bomb up and down in her hands. Hey, who do you think you are? Taking people hostage and thinking you're all that? This figure does not react to you at all until you throw the bomb. So roll your damage or roll your attack. Okay. That's a 12. Uh, okay. Um, so normally that would just be AOE damage for you, right? Um, yeah, it would hit all adjacent targets. So that's not really super useful here. Okay, so you throw the bomb and it is 
perfect. You huck it, it blows up right on him, and as soon as you do that, it levels that big, like, nasty-looking rifle at you and fires a big stake into your shoulder, and as soon as it hits you, it disappears, doing three damage. And so I'm just left with a hole in my shoulder? Is that how that works? It's like a really horrible, grievous wound, yeah. Okay. So it's basically a railgun that disintegrates on impact. Yep. Yeah. I... All, all right. Sully and Malcolm Llewellyn. So uh, Malcolm is going to go and pull Vi into cover and then take a shot. Okay. Oh, boy. That is 12. What are your higher tier tags? Stunning. I, uh, so I guess that I we need to figure out exactly how that works, but I'm going to I'm, I'm I'm thinking it was um, that it doesn't hit me back this round. Yeah. You fire and it like you can see it pulsing with electricity as this thing like drops to a knee and you can hear it almost breathing a little bit laboredly as it's using its big axe to try to support itself. And we're back around to Sully. Game question. Is it bad if I just keep healing people, Cody? It is not bad if you keep healing people. I don't want to break your game. I mean, as soon as you fail, it's going to go really bad for you. Yeah, like, I mean, at this point, if you fail, you're going to be grievously hurt, like, really badly. So I, I like mechanically your healing ability. And okay. this is a time where you're balancing risk and reward. Cool. Like this guy does have a certain amount of health that you are dwindling. And if you want to dwindle that health or if you want to heal your teammates, I think it's either is good. You're, you're not breaking the game right now. Okay, cool. I slide over to Vika and say, uh, I guess we're going to make time to do some healing, I guess, right now. And I try to heal her. Uh, all right. Oh, I didn't say how much beforehand. I was going to do four, I think, is what I thought in my head. Unfortunately, I only rolled a six, so I'm going to use one point of com. Well, I- no, wait, no. Hold up, hold up. I have two in weird, so that's an eight. And if I use the two camaraderie... <laughs> she st- she heals four. Yeah, it's definitely worth using. Okay, so we're out, we're out of camaraderie then. Yeah, <laughs> yes, you're out of camaraderie. Getting axed is really bad. Like it was a horrible wound, and you were like on death's door. And Sully ran over to you and managed to bring you back to just being very hurt. <laughs> like you're not walking well, but you're not literally bleeding out on the floor anymore. As you can feel Harmony kind of stitching yourself back together. It looks like I am a doctor and a miracle worker today. (laughs) You hear an aggravated sound as this figure lurches itself back to its feet and again turns towards your huddling party, stalking slowly towards you. Um, I'm going to shoot it now. (laughs) That will be a nine. So I'm going to do the drowsy. He takes minus one on his next attack. Oh, okay. I like that. So the dart. Hits him with almost no effect at first. It's hard to tell if it even worked, but the once slow measured steps now seem more erratic and more uncoordinated as the figure still is lurching towards your party. Uh, Vi's gonna like put a hand on Sully's shoulder and squeeze it in like a thanks and then just takes the shot. Okay. That is a 13. Woo! <laughs> okay. So with a 13, you again do the same thing. You try to just level and take careful aim and fire. This time you can see the shot starting to wear wear it down. Like it's not walking towards you as well, but even so it still manages to raise its gun and fire one more time. This time the disappearing stake only grazes your arm dealing one damage. 
as this chaos, as this, I, I, what did you guys call them? Like, uh, agents of chaos. It wasn't agent. It was something else. Someone used a really good word and I liked it. The, I don't remember. Oh, whatever. This, uh, chaos inflicted thing crumples to the ground. As it does, you can see like black slime oozing off of it. And what's left is the hulking form of a, just a kind of different alien, one that you haven't seen before, but one that usually stands eight feet tall. Oh, it looks like we won. And Sully passes out. <laughs> so are you, you going to talk to us now? Oh, it's dead? That alien's very dead. <laughs> oh, okay. So it like fell over and the slime came off of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just okay. came off enough to see that what this was was just a big alien that used, it was just an above average sized alien that was inflicted with chaos. Well, um, seeing those cultists and chaos in the same building is is not uh, not looking too good for us, is it? No, I think this all just got a lot worse. I want to investigate the room and see if there's like anybody else here because I know it was like full of smoke and stuff. Oh yeah, investigate that room. That isn't that is a nine. Um. Okay. So with a nine, um, there's no one else in the room. It's totally abandoned at this point. Again, your attention is brought to that same communication council that you had found before. Yes, I was thinking about that earlier before combat. I wanted to see, is it attached to any kind of computer? And I want to like, I wanted to investigate if it like, if we can get a log of what messages it's been sending, but I know I just didn't investigate. Yeah. So the investigation that you roll, like you rolled well enough, at least for what you will find out is this, um, You can find a log of messages that have been sent from this place. And basically what you find is um, a list of every world in the Interstellar Council. And then next to it, you can see a status of like either contacted or not contacted. Does that make sense? Yeah. And every planet listed in the Interstellar Council says contacted. Everyone? Yeah. Wow. What about planets outside the Interstellar Council? Uh, not listed. Okay. Um, and then I'll just say, like, for the sake of you guys understanding the mechanics of this, that was a partial success. There's more information to be learned here. Uh, can I also try? Sure. Well, it, uh, it seems that whoever is using this communication device has been contacting every every planet in the Interstellar Council, but who knows for what purpose? That's an eight. Um, so on an eight, you're still not gaining a full picture of what this is. Um, but this looks like communication between who, whatever this chaos agent was here and other similar, similar chaos inflicted aliens on every other world. It is that every other world in the interstellar council, there was at least one alien that had been infected with chaos on every planet. Jyla is going to run over to Sully and start like shaking him. (laughs) Sully. Uh, Sully. Oh, well, where am I? You're you're on the roof with us. That um, sounds familiar, did. Sorry, there's fire everywhere. Um, I mean, I kind of just expect it with you, Jyla. Yeah, it's just, I, I understand it's maybe not how somebody would want to wake up. I mean, it's just kind of expected. You physically and metaphorically set my world on fire, so. Aw, that, that's the sweetest thing you've said to me all day. It's been a pretty crappy day, though. Um, <laughs> how are you feeling? Are you, you think we can... Get out of here? Yeah, I think I think I'm feeling all right now. I just did a lot of space magic, spagic, if you will. <laughs> I still want Malcolm chimes in from from the background, and it, it it's I've never done that much in 
such a little time before, so. Well, we'll get you fixed right up and get back to the ship. Got a long hike ahead of us. And I'm worried about all these factions. Do you think, I think they're organizing. I think they're sending, sending people (laughs) to, to every planet. I don't know if they're sending people so much as there's already somebody infected with chaos there. So at least within all these planets here with the Interstellar Council. Does it list their names of who's infected? Does it? List the names of who's infected? Um, No. Of like the instigating No, but that is almost something indicative. They're all given like an identifying tag, like a unique identifier, but it's not a name. Like Drone 346 or something like that. Yes, (laughs) yes. Very much Drone 346, Drone 347, Drone 348. Is there a way that I could pull like an email address or like com number or whatever from this? Oh, like a com frequency? Yeah. Well, not, not a frequency, like a, like a phone number. Is there a way I could pull like a phone number for the people currently listed? You could contact them now if you want to. I don't to. want to do that now. Um, I would say yes. We want to get out of the building now. <laughs> Does it list what planet each is on? Yeah, it's every single one. Everyone in the Interstellar Council. Well, I meant does each drone like does it like so it lists the planet uh, for mm-hmm. each drone? Yeah, but I mean it doesn't really mean much when it's like planet A, drone four, planet B, drone. <laughs> Since this series is or this place is based loosely on Star Wars, are is the phones like hologram projectors? They could be, yeah. Sully goes up and immediately dials the phone number for his home planet. Oh. Um, okay, so as you do that, it works. Immediately, you see a small picture pop up, like a small glowing... Or, and I'll say this, it kind of materializes similar to the way the weapons do, like smoke and other debris coalesces into a model of a alien that looks much like you do. You can still, even from this rough approximation, tell that they have been tainted by chaos. It's his brother! Dun, dun, dun. It's not specifically any relative of yours. I, I did not think of this as that. That's what he was checking. Do you have anything to report? Uh, Captain Malcolm Llewellyn is coming for you. hope you enjoyed this latest episode of Outlaws Wanted. Music for the show is from danosongs.com, audionautics.com, zapsplat.com, and the public domain. If you liked this show, you can check out more of our actual plays at the Wandering Gamer Network's website or Podbean, as well as interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We also post Let's Plays on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network. And on Twitch, we can be found at Wandering underscore Gamer underscore Network. You can also find us on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network. And on Twitch, we can be found at Wandering underscore Gamer underscore Network. Now remember, it's not the outlaw that makes trouble. It's trouble that makes the outlaw. Outlaw.